the radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to bring you the local experts who share their progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I am honored to bring these experts to you. So today on our show, we are welcoming back Nia Clare of YesWord Coaching. Nia is a transformational life coach and life mastery teacher who works with people who are ready to move from hesitant to hell yes. Welcome to the show, Nia. Hi, Candy. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So you've been with us several times before, but it's been a while now. And you have done a little bit of rebranding with your business and you are now your business is called Yes Word Coaching, which we're going to get into in just a minute. But for people who may not have heard you before, may not have listened to one of the shows that you've been on, or if they have and they maybe just forgot a little bit, why don't you go ahead and share with us a bit about your journey and what brought you to being a transformational life coach? Well, thank you, Candy. I have been doing this work for now, I was just talking with somebody about nine and a half years. Officially, I know it goes like it was two years and then it was five years. Now we're at almost 10 years. And so I started off working in corporate doing uh, leadership development and change management. And coaching was a part of my work there. And through a conversation with a colleague, they suggested, they said, Nia, why aren't you a life coach? And I thought, I don't know. Maybe I should check it out. So I did. (laughs) And I found home. I found exactly what I love doing. And I learned so much about myself in the process of going through it. And in the training, you learn how to coach by being coached. And coaching for me has been just a great vehicle to bring my gifts and talents, which intuition, deep listening, being able to hold a vision with my clients of what is possible. And I think that's the part that I love the most about coaching is that it really taps into accessing our inner wisdom, our inner strength, our inner capabilities versus being reliant on what is happening around us, whether it's our job, whether it's our spouse or partner or you know our home life. Really, we get to come back to what we are capable of creating and learning within ourselves. And that's what I do with my clients. And it has just been an amazing, amazing journey. Well, and I can say from personal experience, you have so many talents when it comes to life coaching. And you you really are. You listen so deeply and you hear things that I haven't even heard myself. I mean, it's amazing when I work with you. I, I will start, you'll bring something up and I'll be like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what's happening. And it hadn't even come into my purview before. So I think that's the value so much of working with somebody who is as experienced as you are and who has the gifts that you have is that you are able to help people to really see that. Now, another one of your gifts, and I might be bragging on you a little bit, but (laughs) 
I have to say, one of the things that I loved about working with you the most is you are a visionary. You come up with some of the most creative and mind-blowing ideas that just get me so excited and get me ready to move forward. And I, I really think that is something that everybody can use. And so few people, you know, we we are so we get into our own boxes and we don't yeah. see out of that. And you really push people out of that box. Well, it's very funny. I mentioned earlier that I, I'm intuitive, you know, and part of that intuition is when I share space with people, it's almost like I have this m- ability to meld with their highest self where I can see what's possible. It's not even stuff I've ever thought of for myself. So I don't know where some of these ideas come from or some of the, the, it's so exciting to me when I get to share those moments and they're, they happen so organically and so clearly to me when somebody is telling me they're stuck or they're, they're frustrated, they want to create something and I can see it already done and I can see what they're holding. It's powerful. And it's, and for me personally, I will just say that it makes my work a hundred times, a million times, even better than anything else I've ever done. It is just so exciting when I watch somebody light up because their possibility that they might have been sitting on or having way back in the back of their mind or is just a tiny seed to have somebody hold space with them and see what is possible with them. Watching them light up is just amazing. And that's part of what I think that visionary part of the way that I, that visionary piece comes in is a shared vision. You know, that's so interesting that you say that because that it just completely speaks to it about what you do. When you said that, it just made, gave me chills because it really is true. It's almost like when I've worked with you on different things and I have felt that way where I felt like, like, I just can't figure it out. It's just right there. I don't know what it is. And you'll say it. And it's not only you're not because you're intuitive, you're pulling from what my soul really wants to do, because as soon as you say it, it sparks this recognition in me that it's like, yes, yes, that's what I'm looking for. That's what it is. And so, I mean, kudos to you. People are, you know, coaches are intuitive, but you're intuitive is a whole step above (laughs) any of that. I mean, we're talking intuitive. (laughs) And, you know, I think that's where for a long time, I talked about what I do is really bring clarity for people. And I think that clarity comes in that being seen and being seen so clearly that it kind of just shakes away the fog, shakes away all the distraction that all of a sudden, oh, somebody else can feel and see what I really am holding inside me. And and it does clear away the clutter. It does clear away all the the statements of, I don't know, I'm not sure. Huh, I don't know. (laughs) That whole thing, there's a point where that just falls away in the conversation. We're not talking that way anymore. So, That leads us right into one of our topics, but I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. So I do want to ask you, so you've done some rebranding with your business. Was it, you have been Nia Claire for a very long time, and now you have 
done a little bit of a branding reboot and you have Yes Word Coaching. Yeah. So share with us, what is the vision behind Yes Word Coaching? Well, one of the pieces that was coming to me um, over the last year is just really embracing the core of what I do with my clients and the work that I do. And it gets to what we were just talking about, Candy, which is that clarity. And last spring, about this time, actually, I was sitting at home just daydreaming and I had this moment of my own clarity where I heard and experienced this idea that the currency or the language of the universe is yes. The answer is always yes. Whatever we are asking, whatever we're thinking about, whatever we're hoping for, whatever we're you know, imagining, the answer is yes. And I thought, well, what if, what if we really trusted that? What would that be? And I thought, that's a mindset. That is a way of being in the world. And I just kept noodling around with that. And a couple months later, I was like, well, what, what am I doing? Where do I want to go with my business? And all of a sudden, this idea came in. And I was like, well, I want to go in the direction of yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's a mouthful. Like, what does that mean? And then I was like, yes, word. I want to go yes, word in the direction of yes. And just struck. I was like, that's what I'm doing. That is where I'm headed. And that is where I want my clients to know they're headed. We are, we're saying yes. And we're moving in the direction of our yes. Each one of us has that thing inside. Some people call it purpose or they call it, you know, that, that, um, knowing that knowing yeah exactly and then i think what happens is is that the feeling that comes with it is that re- resounding yes where where nothing's going to hold us back we just say yes and and we lean in and we we move so that was that was the energy of it and ever since i said yes to yes word coaching things have been moving in that direction and <laughs> And uh, it's been just a really beautiful journey. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> so we are, we have a couple of minutes left before we have to go into a break. So I want to start by just talking a little bit about, you have a, you have a free webinar coming up called From Hesitant to Hell Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love the name of that. <laughs> so much fun, right? Let's go. And that the webinar is actually going to be on May 26th at 1130 in the morning. Yes. And so when we come back from our break, I want to get into what is the webinar about? And we're going to talk about hesitancy because that is a huge thing that you talk about. And I think it's so important in what what we where we're going these days and what we need to work past. So we're going to come back in just a couple of minutes, but for people who want to learn more about what Nia does and to register for her webinar, visit yeswordcoaching.com. And that's Y-E-S-W-A-R-D coaching.com. To read the online version of Natural Awakenings Magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on Apple and Google Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. 
and we will be right back. Green Tea Conversations. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're visiting with transformational life coach, Nia Clare of Yes Word Coaching. So Nia, just before the break, we were starting to talk about a webinar that you have coming up, a free webinar called From Hesitant to Hell Yes. <laughs> yes. And so I really want to get into that now. And the first thing that I think I want to get into, I love that you talk about hesitancy. It's not something that I've heard a lot of people talk about. So what is it, do you think, that causes us as human beings to kind of latch on to the whole hesitancy aspect of our lives? Well, I I think hesitancy is a natural experience. I think, I think there's good hesitancy. I, I, life without hesitancy could be a very dangerous. You know, we, we smell something that you should hold that you should hesitate, you know, you going into making a big decision, it's okay to hesitate. The challenge comes when we don't keep it as a hesitation as a momentary or very short lived experience. It's when we kind of get stuck in the, in that not making any decision about something. And that then becomes a decision hesitancy becomes a way of being it's like and it becomes habitual where we think that this is normal and one of the things in in many of my classes i talk about this is i think the very most painful place for anyone to be at is at the edge the edge isn't the problem and we talk about being at an edge which is where everything we've done is behind us and we're ready to jump off into something new. We don't know what that is that lies before us. And so we're standing at this edge. And of course, we take a moment. Of course, we take a moment before we leap or before we take that step into something new. The most painful place to be is where we, instead of taking a step, we set down roots. And we, we park ourselves in this almost no-win no land. People talk about no man's land. This is no win. You can't go back. You can't go forward. And you're just stuck. And I think so many people get truly caught up in that. And they start to think that that's the best life has to offer them. They can't quite get where they want to go. They can't quite let go of what has been. There's no movement. And there's stagnation. And then the longer we're stagnating, the more self-doubt creeps in sometimes self-loathing. Sometimes we just start telling ourselves stories about this isn't for me. Everything's against me. The world's against me. The universe is against me. And the funny, funny thing is that when we recognize that hesitation, we can start to do new things, but we have to recognize that habit that's keeping us because you might get through it one time, but then it'll come creeping back in. Yes. And, and don't you feel too, I mean, it has a lot to do with fear. I mean, sometimes people are, you know, just so fearful about making the wrong decision or, you know, that something isn't going to work out or worse yet, that something is going to work out. And then what happens if it does work out? Right. (laughs) Right. 
Right. We used to call that in higher education a fear of success. Oh, for sure. We had students who would actually, you know, go through two years. I worked at a community college. They go through two years and just before they graduated would quit because it was like, you know, they just had such a fear of actually succeeding. And what does that mean next? Right. They haven't taken the time to cast a vision that's farther out. You know, I just I just watched a seminar this morning, which was really lovely. She was talking about successful people, people who are geared in success. They set a goal. And as they come to that goal, they set a new goal. They don't wait to hit the goal. They set a new goal that's farther out. And they keep doing that. It's like they keep setting the bar a little bit farther out. Not because they never achieve the thing they set out to achieve, but because they that next goal is pulling them forward into something beyond the destination. And I think that's something that I don't think it's talked about very often because we're very goal-oriented in Western culture. Like once you get here, well, then everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. Or once you get to this, then you should just magically know what's going to happen next, but we don't. And so instead of asking the questions, instead of being in that moment, even asking a question is an action that takes you forward. But we don't ask the question. Hesitancy, when we start to let it kind of over, like override everything else, it's kind of like ennui. It, there's like a lack of, lack of motivation, a lack of thriving that, that we cease any forward action, any movement whatsoever. And we start to tell ourselves, well, unless it's big, it doesn't count. How about that one, right? Unless I do something big and bold, it doesn't count. Unless I know the answer, I can't move forward. But asking a question is just as big as taking a step. It will take us to the next thing, which will then invite us to the next thing. And it's learning how to see that all the many ways we can take action forward and learn and and begin to make um, choices that take us out of that cycle of hesitation. So it's very, you know, it's very so interesting because we've talked, I've had different people on the podcast, on the radio show, and we've talked about this topic a bit about people, you know, kind of getting to the goal and yeah. then not moving past it or getting to the goal and thinking, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is what I've been working for, especially those big audacious goals, right? Yes. Those big audacious career goals or that type of thing. And I think you get to a certain age and you just really do take a look and say, wow, this is what I've been working for, huh? Right. This is, this is as good as it gets. This is it. And if you don't have that ability, I love that you said in that seminar that you were in today that they were talking about setting the next goal, setting beyond that. Yeah. Um, because I think there, there is a lot of disappointment in finally reaching the goal, like you think you'd be super happy about it, but then you get there and you're like, okay, now oh, what? Yeah, now what? <laughs> right? Where do we go from here? Exactly. Well, and and you know, I think it's 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 that whole feeling of disappointment and not knowing. And one of the I I teach a lot of life mastery skills, and one of the life mastery skills that I teach and I invite people to is creating a vision for your life. And it's vision is very different than goal. 
a vision it is something that is significantly huge. You know, it is it is big and it is bold and it's audacious and and you might not ever really hit it, but it's supposed to be this energy that pulls you forward to it. And within that vision, let's say the vision is five years from now or 10 years from now, within that vision are goals. But the the goal is not the end. The vision is what's pulling you to the next thing. So now you've achieved this. Now where are we headed next? So it's it's a continuation. The journey, we all, you know, we talk about development and and our life like a journey. And journey kind of has a destination in mind. And the truth is there is no destination. It's just, we keep going. We keep going towards something. And hopefully we're continuing to have that that desire to grow and expand and maybe have impact Mm -hmm. or legacy in our life. So, Yeah, you know, I, I think about when you were talking about that, there is that whole idea as human beings, we always have to have this idea that there's hope. There's hope for something more, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember reading studies and results of studies that were done with people who were in the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Who, And uh, Viktor Frankl was one of the most famous, right? And how he would, during these times where he's starving and nearly dying, he would be thinking about when I get back to the college and I'm teaching, I'm going to tell my students about this experience. And he would try to remember everything so that he could use that in his teaching for when he got out. So there was that whole hope or that whole vision of what was going to happen next that kept pushing him forward. And he even said when people lost hope, when people lost, like they, they were never going to get out and they just couldn't see past that. That's when people, that's when they would die. Yeah. You know, because that hope will keep us moving forward. So mm-hmm. this is not, not nearly that serious as we're talking, but it is, it is well, too, because it is, it's our life. It is. And what happens when, when our hope dies, when our hopes are, and we let's not even have it die when our hope is sick. <laughs> when we when we're not nurturing hope, what happens is that our imagination doesn't get used rightly. And I'm saying that very clear. It it's not being used rightly. What ends up happening is our imagination is what creates the story that we're not good enough, that we're not capable, that there's no way out. That same imagination can be used to say, what's right? Mm-hmm. What is possible? There are ways out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of that. (laughs) So we're going to go into a break right now. But for people who want to learn more about Nia and the work she does, or to schedule an appointment with her, visit yeswordcoaching.com. You can also sign up for Nia's free class, free webinar called From Hesitant to Hell Yes, by going to her website as well. To read the online version of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on Apple and Google Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. 
Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations. I'm your host, Candy Braffle, and today we're talking with transformational life coach, Nia Claire of YesWord Coaching. So Nia, just before the break, we were talking about the state of hesitancy mm-hmm. and what it what it kind of causes in our lives. And so when you're working with your clients, what are some of the common things that maybe they you know, get stuck in not being able to move forward in when they are coming from a place of hesitancy. Uh, Yeah, the hesitancy shows up a lot of times. I would say probably the most common is feeling like they're waiting for everything in their life to work out first before they do something. So they're deferring their action or deferring their power of choice to everyone around them or everything around them, whether it's their job, it's their economics. I will be happy when I will have a good relationship when I will be able to get what I want when, and that deferring keeps them from ever experiencing what they really want, which deep down is satisfaction. Mm -hmm. They want to have a sense of satisfaction. Satisfaction can't come from external sources. It comes from within. And so they're denying themselves the very thing that they want more than anything. And so, but it's such a rational and reasonable thing that people get caught up in. It's so reasonable to go, well, if I can't do this until, until my boss, you know, gives me a raise, I can't do this until my husband is retired. We could lay it all out, but it, it feels reasonable. And because of that, that reinforces you know, that whole thinking of I can't, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. You know, I worked for a, I worked for a leader once who was, had a lot of hesitancy. And so you'd bring an idea forward and it was always like, you had to wait, right? Well, we're, (laughs) I like that idea, but we have to wait. And Mm -hmm. it never went anywhere because it always waited and it, and it never moved forward. And when you would ask about it, when you would ask about, you know, well, what are we going to do about this? Are we going to move forward? Are we going to, you know, I am a person of action. So <laughs> I, I like to take action right away. Yes. And I don't like when things get stalled. And so I would be, you know, kind of in their office saying, you know, when are we going to move forward? What can we do? How can I make this happen? You know, what do you need? What more do you need? And they'd say, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure before we move forward. I just want to make sure we have the resources. I just want to make sure. But they were never sure enough. No. And and it really does affect. I mean, I'm not there anymore. Right. right? And it's there's a reason. Of, right? Yeah, <laughs> there is a reason. It's one of the reasons I'm not there anymore. Yeah. But it, it gets really frustrating. And if you are a leader... And Mm -hmm. this is happening with you. It's something you really need to pay attention to. And even if you're not in a leadership role, if you are a parent and you're hesitating on making decisions or deciding to take action, Mm -hmm. if you're a student and you're doing this, if you are just whatever role you play in life, this is something that's going to stagnate you and not allow you to move forward. That's exactly it. And, and certainty is kind of, it's a, it's not real. Life is not certain. 
you know, the next breath, we're not guaranteed it. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that we, we are not going to ever be able to overcome that need for certainty. We're never going to overcome it. It's kind of like, we're never going to overcome fear. All of us will feel fear at different points in our life. It's how do we respond to these, these emotional reactions that we have, these needs that we have, and how do we find the willingness to move forward anyway? And to it starts with first recognizing what's happening, recognizing that I don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable. I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid uh, that um, I'm going to make a mistake. I'm afraid that I'm going to look like a fool. I'm going to look like a fool. All these things that that we just start making up a story. And and the funniest thing that we miss out on, we miss out on life. Life is about making mistakes. Life is about you know making choices that sometimes we go, gosh darn it, that was just not good. Yeah. <laughs> what do we remember? What do we remember in our life? Sometimes we remember the failures, but boy, those stories of things that we did that were like, oh, I could have done that better. And we can laugh. We can have a lighthearted quality to our living. I always think about, I use the example often of toddlers. You know, when babies move to walking, if adults had to learn how to walk, we'd be, we would never get off our butts. Mm-mm. It would never happen. We never would. We would bump into one table. We'd fall over one time and we'd go, mm, that would, no. Nope, somebody would see us. Somebody, <laughs> somebody would see would us. See us right? And then, oh my God, think how, how embarrassing that would be. Right. But within <laughs> our human, within who we are as human beings, we have within us that drive, that striving to learn more, to do more. And if we can access that, if we can come back to that and remember that we once learned how to walk without anybody telling us, oh, it's walk a clock. Nobody said that. Nobody told us exactly how to do it. We just listened and we followed that. And that still exists in who we are. And part of that is that yes within us that that pulls us forward into what is possible. Mm-hmm. And and so when we think about recognizing these habits and and in the workshop talking about we can't solve all the problems in an hour workshop. I wish we could. But yeah. what we can do what we can do is help recognize how these habits are getting in the way and you'll get some very simple tools that you can apply right now to be able to recognize the pattern and a couple of things that'll help you start to break that pattern. Little things go a long way. And, and as soon as you become where you're making a, a, a conscious recognition of it, all of a sudden you're seeing yourself, you're seeing the possibilities through a whole new lens. Mm-hmm. Now the webinar is again on May 26th at 1130 a.m., so it's a perfect time to do it. Take your lunch break, bring your, bring your food. We're not going to be able to see you. So you can eat or do whatever you need to do while you're sitting and listening to the webinar. But it, it's a great time to be able to jump online yes. and have an hour of learning and uh, some significant tools that you can walk away with. Yes, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. I am excited about it as well. So I, I really want to come back to um, to another one of your programs that you have, mm-hmm. and this is in alignment exactly with what we're talking about, but you have created what is called the Reset to Yes program. 
Yes. What is your reset to yes program? So I, for a while now, have thought about coaching. Um, coaching is very unique to each and every client. There's, I don't, I don't um, coach to a program, but what I do is I use program elements uh, to be able to support the coaching and to be able to help people develop those life mastery skills that I talked about. Um, and the reset to yes is about recognizing those patterns of behavior that are, they feel like they're hardwired into our makeup, how we just go about life and bring them to a conscious state where we can recognize those patterns and begin to choose new ways to operate in the world. So for some people, it might be just maybe being more positive, more optimistic. For other people, it might be, wow, I really want to show up. I want to use my voice. I want to speak up. I want to be in the world more. All of this can be done through this coaching program. And the tools that support it help each individual be able to apply what we're doing in the one-on-one coaching sessions. So it's really about resetting back to what's true and real and right for the individual. So you can listen to yourself. You can have your sense of personal power, your your strength, and you understand that you are creating your world. Mm -hmm. And when you learn that, you become free. And most of us, if I were to put on a scale of, you know, one to 10, what is the number one thing that you want to get out of coaching or in your life? Freedom is the number one thing. Some people say financial freedom or freedom to be, but we, we long for freedom. And when you understand how powerful you truly are in your thoughts, in your, in your beingness, you have that freedom. And I love, I know uh, working with you, one of the elements that I think sometimes is missing in, you know, when we go into workshops or we go into uh, working with people on on a one-to-one coaching is the idea that you have to take action. Once you take an action, it's magic. It is. Action is everything. I mean, I, I have read how many books, like, I can't even tell you the number of years I spent looking at my library that I cracked open and look, you know, how much did I know, but never put into action in my own life. Coaching is supportive of not only listening to you, but supporting you in taking actions that are in in alignment with who you are becoming. And that, that is powerful. And, um, it's, it, it's magic. Action is magic. Yes. That propelling forward is all it takes to really get us to where we want to be. Well, for people who want to learn more about the work Nia does and to schedule an appointment with her, visit yeswordcoaching.com. And again, that's Y-E-S-W-A-R-D coaching.com. You can also go to her website and sign up for her free webinar called From Hesitant to Hell Yes. There'll be a pop-up on her website where you can do that. So to read the online version of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on Apple and Google Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back.
Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings Magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Braffel, and today we're visiting with transformational life coach, Nia Claire of YesWord Coaching. So Nia, we have been talking about the webinar you have coming up called How to Move from Hesitant to Hell Yes. And we have been talking about everything hesitant and taking action in our lives. And I just really want to get into this a little bit more. You have a couple of other really excellent programs. And you really like to focus not only on taking action in life, but also in changing the mindset, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to abundance. Yes. So yes, I think that abundance is really important because as a mindset, it allows us to think so much greater than it being about money or wealth generation. Even the word wealth only brings about the idea of money for most people. But abundance and wealth are about health, well-being, relationships, home environment, how we feel about the world in which we live. And whenever we are feeling constricted, and right now is a really good example in the world. I mean, the last few years, if we haven't noticed what it's like to feel constricted or feel tight about things, whether it doesn't really matter what it might be about, what we do when we're constricting is we are withholding. We're withholding all of the good that's coming to us, and we are withholding our energy being out in the world. And when we are in abundance, it's like being this mm, soft sponge, you know, like we can soak things up and we have a lot to give. There's an energy of generosity. There's an energy of plenty. And there's also a creative energy that really gets cultivated. And that creative energy is where we activate our our imagination. We start to consider possibilities. We start to think about what we really want. But when we're constricted and when we're feeling scarcity and when we're feeling, you know, like there's just not enough or no hope, we talked about hope earlier. Yes. We're a dry sponge. We're brittle. We're not, we could absorb some things, but we're not really, we're not really getting there. And so I think we need to be willing to open ourselves up to experiencing more. And that's where abundance mindset is so important. You actually have a workshop that you give for free to people um, and that you will have for free until what is the date that you? May 21st. So May 21st is the last day to get it. Last day um, for free. And it's called the 14-Day Align to Abundance Challenge. That's right. But and tell us about this. It's. I thought it would be so much fun to do a daily challenge. And what I did a few years ago with a coaching group that I had is I had a um, daily journal that I developed as a result of working with this group. And everybody really enjoyed it. And it's a way to start your day along with a meditation. And what it does is it helps you practice some life mastery skills, daily meditation, declarations, having appreciation and gratitude for what we have done the day before, so that we are inviting in a different energy and creating our day from that energy. And so during this 14-day challenge, every day you get a tip, you get uh, prompts, 
to help you with your journaling. Uh, you get to learn how to practice being patient and learning how to practice again, which most of us don't really like to do. We like to just <laughs> know things. We like to just get it. But this is, it's really key to be able to practice. And the way this is laid out, if you can spare 20 to 30 minutes a day, it literally sets you up for a practice that you can do for the rest of your life. And so how is this delivered to people? Because it's a 14-day challenge. Yes. And they so get they get it right in their email? They get it right in their email. You sign up for it and it comes right to your email every day. You, um, The day that you sign up, starts an email series and you have two days and you're guided on what you need to do to prepare to begin that challenge. And then on day three, your challenge begins. And so it's the entire thing is really about a challenge for yourself. I really believe that if we can do things for one day at a time, amazing things happen. And after 14 days, we start to think maybe this isn't so bad. We start to experience results. We start to feel a little bit better start to notice that there's maybe even a little skip in our step as we're going through our days that it compels us to keep going. And that's my hope for everyone. And it's so good. And we are so lucky that you are opening this up for us uh, for the next few days anyway, the next week and a half so that people can go ahead and take it for free. Because after that, it is so darn good that you are charging for it, which you should be. <laughs> So we want to make sure to take advantage of it now. And I love that you're kind of giving us a timeline because if we are hesitant. That's right. <laughs> hopefully it'll move us out of that hesitancy, right? Get us yeah, off that end. You get me. You get me. <laughs> <laughs> there are rewards in life when we say yes. If you are feeling right now like this sounds like what I want to be doing, do it. Do it. Yes. Don't allow, don't allow the time to get in the way. Just say yes, sign up and, and there you'll be on your way. And this is one thing that you can do. So one of the things that we have been kind of glossing over a little bit throughout our time together today is this idea about taking action, right? Moving from hesitant to hell yes is making a decision to do it and actually doing something is taking the action. So this is one way that you can take action if you're feeling like you've been stuck or you're not where you want to be yet. Uh, This is kind of a a way of tipping your toe into the water to see what it would be like. Yeah. And and with very little risk because all you have is you and you have all the support there. If you miss a day, you just pick up and do it again. There is nothing lost just keep going. And I I think we have to start sometimes in those very gentle ways, give ourselves grace and keep going. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about action because we've been kind of mm-hmm. talking about it a little bit, but let's talk about why action is really so magical for people. Yeah. I think, I think action is so I'll say it this way, is that a lot of times the people that I work with, they come to me, they say, you know, I just, I would do it. I just don't have any confidence. I would, I really want to do this, but I just don't have faith that things will work out. And you won't ever get the confidence or the faith unless you take the action. Faith and confidence come in the action. 
not before it. And when we understand that, we can we can be great. I, I talk about grace a lot, but we can extend some grace to ourselves in the taking of the action. Is it scary? Yes. Is it unsettling? Yes. But most of us really aren't going to fall on our face. Most of us, the whole world doesn't fall apart when we take an action. We imagine it will, but very rarely is it as big or devastating as we imagine. Take an action, see what happens. Take another action, see what happens. What we get from taking actions and learning is a sense of satisfaction, which I mentioned earlier. And we also get this really wonderful experience of our life, which is fulfillment. That feeling that no one, nothing else in the world can give us it comes from what we are doing, what we are putting forward in the world. And don't rob yourself of it. Don't rob yourself of it by waiting till everything's right. Much better, much better to try and go, oh, that wasn't so bad. And try again and go, oh, I'm pretty good at this. You know, it's life is worth it. You know, it's so funny because I always say to people, it really is, it is magic. Once you start to take an action, no matter what that action is, it can be as simple as uh, looking into something. So if you're thinking that, you know, uh, one day, one day I'd like to be a lawyer, but mm -hmm. I don't know how that's going to happen. I mean, I have, you know, kids at home. I have this full-time job I can't give up. I have all of this stuff that's happening. So, you know, maybe one day I'll look at that, but today I'm not going to look at that. Simply looking into schools where you could go is taking an action and once you do that, it is there is a forward motion that happens that starts putting things into place. And it's amazing. It, it really is. I mean, I have done it so many times <laughs> in my life. And every time I'm like, well, who knew that this is how it was going to happen, right? But yeah. if, I, if I had tried to plan it out all perfectly, it would never have taken place. That's right. That's right. And that's why when, you know, how many people say hindsight's 2020? Right. Well, hindsight isn't 2020. Hindsight means I took the action. Now I can see the benefits of taking the action. That's what that means. I can see the impacts of my actions. That is what hindsight is 2020 means. It doesn't mean that it was all going to work out unless you took the action. And so we, we rob ourselves of joy by not. And so if you can't find your way, find a way. Well, Nia, thank you so much for being with us today. It sure is a pleasure to have you back. Thank you so much, Candy. So for people who want to learn more about Nia and the work she does and to schedule an appointment, visit yeswordcoaching.com. I just want to let people know you can also sign up for the 14-day abundance challenge on her website as well as the free webinar. Well, thank you for joining our conversation today as we awaken to natural health. You've been listening to Green Tea Conversations, and I am wishing for you a lovely day. Love the day, love the day, love the day.